Hello, nerds. Curtis here from the Nerds and Love podcast. Before our episode starts, I want to mention our sponsor today, Adam and Eve. They are the internet's best place for sexy toys and lingerie. Is that ever in dispute? Now, here's the thing. You know, we don't want you going to a creepy store. You go to the creepy store, you got to go in there. People are looking at you like, why is this guy in here? Why is this girl in here? It's kind of awkward, right? Don't get that with Adam and Eve. They ship the item right to your door. Uh, here's the other thing, too. It's super cheap because when you go to Adam and Eve and you get your sex swing or your lingerie or whatever you may want, here's the thing. After you spend $59, you get free shipping. After you spend $17, you get a free gift. That's pretty awesome. And then here's the thing. That first item you put in your cart, when you enter the doors to check out, you get 25% off that. That's incredible. That's awesome value. And it gets you things that you're going to use in your sexy times with whoever your significant other or fling of the week is. So remember, guys, go to adamandeve.com today. Check them out. Buy something cool. And get sexy. She won't get married because she's never been in love. Andy's really hot. And don't get me wrong. You're cute, too. But Andy is like cut from Marvel. He's gorgeous. He's like this beautiful face and this incredible body, and I genuinely don't care that he's kind of lame. For a lot of people, love isn't just a slogan. And if he hits you again, you tell me. I'd be forced to knock his teeth out. I don't think that would be such a good idea. He's big. I'm sorry. It's written into my character to do it, so I do it. What do you mean love? You mean a big lightning bolt to the heart where you can't eat and you can't work and you just run off and get married and make babies wait 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 don't leave don't leave please i could use your help take this quarter go downtown and have a rat gnaw that thing off your face good day to you madam have you been single for far too long are you out of touch with the dating game regardless of your plight we're here to help Put your hands together for the crew of the Nerds in Love podcast. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Nerds in Love podcast. It's been a while, and I know you missed us. Sorry for making you wait so long. We're back, though. With me, as always, is Carlos. Hello. And Dave. Dave. Yay. We changed our recording schedule, and some people found out on social media. By the way, kudos to those who actually sought us out on social media to figure it out, and to everyone else who emailed us basically being like, how come there's not an episode yet? Yeah, we're not recording on Sunday, so FYI on that. Um, let's get to the emails. First emails from Chad. Nerds, I've been dating this girl named Karen for three weeks now. I see she's still active on OkCupid. I've tried subtly asking if she's still on it, but she says she's not. Should I be worried? Now, when you say active on OkCupid, like, does it mean that her profile's still there? How could you tell that she's active? What does he mean? Well, I would assume that, you know, active would mean, like, online or something, right? Because, I mean, if she has a profile, but she hasn't touched it in, like, you know, whatever, the three weeks since you guys met, then that would be a different story, right? But if you see her online, then, yeah, that's a different story. But, you know, like, I don't know. You should probably ask her. Maybe she's just, maybe you haven't had the exclusivity chat, which a lot of people don't realize, you know, they just date somebody and then they're like, hey, I see you're still on OkCupid. It's like, well, do they know that you're being exclusive? Have you had that chat with them? Have you communicated about these things? I mean, you really should be instead of just 
you know, doing this kind of like coy thing of trying to subtly ask if she's still on it, like ask her, or are we exclusive? Yes or no, you know, like figure it out. Don't be so beating around the bush about it. That's my advice. What do you think, Dave? Well, I mean, like, I think a lot of people like will get into relationships, but keep their profiles up just because like, you don't want to put all your eggs in one basket. So maybe, maybe she's on it, but not like still using it regularly. Maybe there's sort of like a middle ground there. Yeah. Yeah, that's true too. Um, like, yeah, it's, there's a lot here and I feel like we just don't know what she's thinking or doing. So, um, you know, I would say you should probably figure out from her what she's wanting, but, um, yeah. Any other advice from you, Carlos, there? No. No. Radio silence. I said no, like twice. Okay. Radio silence. That's a good episode title. I like it. Uh, next email is from Rob Nerds. Is it hopeless to find anybody you're sexually attracted to and emotionally slash intellectually attracted to? Rob. What do you guys think? Is it impossible? No. What the fuck? <laughs> this seems like one of those like ads that you see at the bottom of the website. Like, oh, you think it's impossible, but we have found a way. Like, I don't know. Does it can't be that hard. I'm going to say no, it's not impossible. I think you can find somebody. But I also think, too, you should also think about whether or not, uh, you know, it's, uh, you know, worth your time to excruciatingly look for someone like that or, you know, maybe find some semi-smart ways to trim the fat, so to speak, and find something that, you know, maybe doesn't check all the boxes, but checks most of the boxes at least. What do you think, Dave? I think there's just like a... On Saturday Night Live last night, Larry David just had a whole monologue where he said, like, Quasimodo, like, they said, like, hey, there's this really nice girl we want to set you up with, and she's really cute, and, like, she's really nice, and she doesn't even care about your hump, and then he's like, ah, but is she, is she hot? And so, like, that's, that's the kind of vibe I'm getting from this question. Mm, yeah, I can see that. Maybe Larry David sent this in, that'd be kind of amazing. Under a pseudonym. I mean, we know that he just sits around listening to this podcast daily, so it makes sense. Yeah, we do know that he listens. We just don't know if he writes in. Yeah. Larry David, just be real with us. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I feel, yeah, like I said, it's, it's, it's possible. It's just, again, what, do you really think you can get it? That's the real question. Any other thoughts on this, Carlos? No. Okay. Next email is from... Elissa. All right. Nerds. So there's this professor slash researcher who is in 40s at my part-time job who I have a huge crush on. I'm 27. This Friday, I asked to borrow his book for a few minutes because I needed to find a case. He ended up gifting me the book, and I was in his office for like 20 minutes where we, he, out of the blue, started to help me find a case. I had every chance of subtle flirting with him, but even when we were close, I instinctively backed away and it was very difficult for me to keep eye contact. Also, I really wanted to pay attention to what he was saying. I totally felt like a sweet school girl, even when we later had a conversation and he tried to make the conversation more personal. I kept changing the topic to be work-related, facepalm. I feel like I really fucked up. I know since it is in the workplace, I can do a subtle flirting, but how do I do that? How do I show that I'm interested in him and spark something up 
without being totally unprofessional and any tips on overcoming me being shy around him any tips on seductively flirting with a guy in his 40s um asking him out at this point is not an option until july since i'm still a student at university and we work at the same place thoughts on this this is timely this is very timely uh she has she has until july so you know she can figure this out now between now and july what do you think dave i think uh i don't know i feel like there's not really much that you should do until july i don't i feel like that's just a recipe for disaster now i've been watching this amazing show called gilmore girls and on that show there's a girl who's uh who works at a university who meets a professor that she flirts with and um spoiler for gilmore girls but the professor that she dates ends up dying so my question to you Alyssa, is what happens if this guy dies while you're dating are you prepared for that that's the real question you should be asking yourself but in all seriousness i think you should get him outside of the workplace because maybe he's like you. You seem very much like, hey, I'm not doing anything while I'm at work. But maybe if you guys go out for drinks, it's a different story. Maybe outside of there, you know, you guys can be a little more personal. And it sounds like he tries to sound, you know, get things personal, but you just kind of fear it off. So maybe take it outside the workplace slash university. That's my advice. What do you think, Carlos? She, found, she sounds like she's asking for permission, which... Yeah. It's kind of funny because she flat out says, I know this is unprofessional. I'm like, well, yeah. Like, she's like, is there a way to make it not unprofessional? No. Um, but you're going to have to make that decision for yourself if you're willing to go that far. It's clear that you like him a lot, but you also seem to be trying to, like, like on one level, you're trying to goad him into saying something, but then you're also trying to push him away. It's very, very confusing. I don't really know what you want. I don't think he knows either. No. So, yeah, like I said, you have to. Do, you're, if you if if you want this, you're gonna have to let go of staying professional, which a lot of people would tell you, me included, is not the best call. Um, but like I said, you're gonna have to make that decision for yourself. But no, there's no way to make this not unprofessional. Yeah. So just keep that in mind. Yeah, I mean, you're definitely towing over a line, but whether or not it's something that, you know, is going to, you know, ruin your career or anything, that's kind of hard to tell, but, yeah. All right. Uh, so I want to read the final email this week from Christine. Sure, I can do it. All right. Dear nerds, so I matched with this guy on Tinder almost a month ago, and things have been going pretty well. The other night, I find out he matched with my sister's friend a week ago, which is fine, but I feel super jealous, especially when I found out he has been saying similar specific things to her that he does to me. I understand he's single and can do what he wants. I just feel disappointed. He doesn't know that us two know each other. Has anyone else been in this situation? What should I do? How should I feel? Christine. I think... Uh, I think obviously what you have come across is a guy who has been workshopping some uh, pickup lines and some witty retorts. And uh, so basically just the way you got to deal with these is just like, you know, maybe try going up with, coming up with a new topic of conversation, something that's like maybe a specific interest that the two of you share. And then you're going to be able to get him out of his quote unquote Tinder comfort zone to, uh, oh my gosh, 
to explore some new avenues of conversation that he might not otherwise explore in just uh, introductory conversation. Yeah. Uh, I have no idea what he just said. I was trying to follow that sentence, and I feel like it fell apart at some point. But it sounded like the gist was there. I, I hit it. I hit like a thing, and it 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 threw me off. Ah, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. It's like I get the impression that um, you know, this kind of goes back to uh, Chad's email, where it's like. Have you had the exclusivity talk? Because a lot of people just assume because you're dating that you're exclusive, but you kind of have to have that conversation. You can't just be like, oh, we're dating. I guess we're not dating anybody else. Like, you should have that conversation. And, you know, maybe to you it's kind of obvious, but, you know, maybe to this other person it's not. Maybe you should, you know, have that conversation. It's, like, kind of an obvious thing, but I don't know. I feel like for some people they just don't quite pick up on that. Any other thoughts? No. no. Cool. Fuck you, Christine. Yeah, fuck you, Christine. I saw a movie with your name in it, and it had a car that killed people. Why the fuck would you do that? Maybe Horrific. This, maybe this, this is Christine the car, and maybe that, you know, we've just been duped this entire time. That's why, because Christine the car is actually jealous of the other girl, right? Oh, yeah. Oh my god, figured it out. Oh my gosh. It's the new adventures of old Christine, but the Christine of the car and not really. <laughs> I figured it out, guys. We, we, we secretly have cars now getting dating advice from us. All right. Well, with that weird note, let's end this podcast. Thank you again for tuning in, listeners. You can email us at threeingredentspodcast at gmail.com. Uh, now that we're on a different schedule, now hopefully you know that you'll get your advice on Sundays. So don't be emailing me, be like, hey, I'm going on this date tomorrow, and you didn't give me advice, what should I do? And then I have to email you back, being like, well, think it through yourself. Best regards. You know, I don't want to have to do that, it's kind of awkward. We are now Sunday, so just keep this in mind. And with that, we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.